From the Utah School Counselors Association, this is The Sounding Board, where school counselors share ideas. I'm Nate Webb, school counselor, USCA board member, and every week I'll be speaking with different counselors and professionals that will be giving us valuable information in our counseling world. We cannot wait for you to hear these ideas. Let's get to it. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to The Sounding Board from the Utah School Counselors Association. Guys, it is October. How's everybody doing? We are at midterms. We are almost at the end of term one. It is so crazy. We are almost there, you counselors. I hope you're hanging in there, especially my high school counselors. They're whipping through their college and career readiness, their PCCR meetings, Um, and you middle school counselors. You're whipping out your lessons, you elementary school counselors, getting to all the classrooms, meeting all the students, doing all the things. Hope you guys are doing fantastic. Today, with it being October, it is National Bullying Prevention Month. Um, bullying awareness, bullying prevention. And this is a big deal, especially with us school counselors. We we are the ones involved in a lot of the bullying cases. We don't Obviously, we don't take care of any of the administrative side, the disciplinary action, that kind of stuff. We don't do anything with that. But we do deal with a lot of um, the treatment side of things, right? Uh, the restorative circles, uh, t- talking to students who are getting bullied um, and talking to parents and doing lessons and things like that. And so I want to bring you to your attention. Right now, we live in the digital world and cyberbullying has evolved tremendously in the last few years. And so I want to talk today to you guys about cyberbullying and some things you need to be aware of. Five common types of cyberbullying to watch out for. Now, this is going to be based off of an article by Bark Technologies. Shout out to Bark. This article is going to be linked in the podcast description. Bark is a um, not not a fil- kind of a filtering service, but it's a it's a child protection service essentially, where you can go in. And it tells you when your child accesses stuff that might be sketchy, when sketchy people want to talk to your kid, they use a, a AI software that interacts with your child's device. And if your child interacts with something online that is worrisome, it might be bullying, it might be dangerous, it'll let you as the parent know. It's really cool. So like if someone sends your child a bad picture, a nude picture, then Bark will alert you. And so Bark's really cool. And actually, shout out, Bark for Schools is free. So all the devices, all of your Chromebooks and stuff can get Bark protection for free. It's usually subscription-based for families, but it is free for school districts. So jump on that. Anyway, so jump into the article. Five common types of cyberbullying to watch out for. Um, the first thing that pops in your head when you hear the word cyberbullying, for a lot of us, it's, you know, darkened rooms, computer screens, anonymous faces, you know, the prefix cyber, it gives it a, a 90s feel, right? Like, oh, yeah, we're in the dark, we're in our grandma's basement on our, you know, Macintosh white computer. <laughs> um, but for today's kids, cyberbullying, it's just regular bullying for the, for our kids, because most modern kids, they don't separate online activity from real-world activity. Texting and Snapchatting are two ways of normal, everyday communication. It's just like, oh, I'm going to go talk to my friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm talking to him right now on Snapchat. And it's not substitutes or lesser electronic versions of real-life communications for them. And so these digital exchanges are natural as breathing to them. And so in this way, cyberbullying as well has become indistinguishable from just regular bullying. Cyberbullying is bullying. And for me, any act of unkindness is just not fun. 
But while kids probably don't call it cyberbullying, it's helpful to explain the term so parents know and they can better understand the types of activities that make up bullying behavior and how they're carried out. And in all fairness, they're not that different from the hurtful things we face as kids in the 80s and 90s. They're just more ways and opportunities to carry them out now. So we're going to talk about the five very common forms of cyberbullying that kids see and that kids experience right now. Numero uno, number one, is just harassment. Good old-fashioned, bad old-fashioned, I should say, harassment. Being picked on is one of the most universal forms of bullying, and it compromises countless different forms of online harassment for kids. It can come in the form of aggressive or hurtful texts, emails, DMs, comments on social media posts, TikToks, Instagram posts, you name it. It can even come in a form of a personal attack from a bully's own personal social media profile where the harassment can reach even more people. The onslaught can be relentless, especially when the groups of kids start harassing someone together. An activity is so common, it's actually it actually has a name. It's called brigading, where people will go online and team up and they'll all comment at once on someone's post and harass someone. Many parents believe that the solution to harassment is just blocking people, but this doesn't, it's not always, um, it's not always the answer because as messages can be sent, you know, from different email accounts and things like that, um, people can just make up more accounts. It can be exhausting for kids to deal with harassment from countless angles, which is why it's so serious and potentially damaging the effects of cyberbullying can have profound impact on children's well-being and their mental health. I'm coming from a guy who knows. When I was in high school on Facebook, I got sent the same message 15 times in one day from two or three through two or three times an hour for five hours. And it said, go kill yourself. It destroyed my mental health. Um, Cyberbullying is no joke. And so the harassment is just being picked on. Um, The next one is masquerading. Uh, that's when you're pretending to be someone you're not in order to hurt someone else. You know the old saying that you can never be sure who you're talking to on the internet is a classic for a reason. You can't be certain. Masquerading occurs when a kid pretends to be another person online and it just takes a matter of seconds for a child to create a fa- false email address, a fake social media profile. Photos are easily grabbed from the internet, stock photos of just random people. It's very easy to pretend to be someone you're not and create a, an alternate persona, a fake profile. They will not know it is me. Um, some real FBI stuff going on, really. Um, and while masquerading is often intended as a joke, pretending to be a stranger or a mutual friend tends to escalate so quick, and it can lead to trouble. By exposing, or by posing, I should say, by by posing as someone else, a bully could really gain access to a child's innermost secrets, like who they have a crush on, like who they're scared of, like what teachers their favorite, stuff like that, and then share them with the school, resulting in potential shame and embarrassment for the child. This happens a lot too. You know, they 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 pose as a new kid from a new kid at the school. Hey, I'm new at the school. I see you in the hall sometimes, but you never say hi. You know, they get talking. So who do you like? And then. And then they, you know, let the entire school know and tease them. It's masquerading. Um, and this is a sneaky one, but kids do this a lot. Most of you guys know kids have fake Instagram accounts, right? Like they have burner accounts where they masquerade. They pretend to be someone they're not so that they can hurt someone else. All right. Next up is exclusion. 
And this one's pretty pretty straightforward, right? When someone's intentionally left out of the group, um, the group message, the event, the photo, whatever it is. Um, when you post a picture with everyone in it and then you tag every single person and then purposely leave one person out. Um, this is a form, this form of cyberbullying, it's really, it's really close to being picked last for the kickball team, except it can happen anywhere at any time, leaving kids reeling from its effects. There are multiple ways to exclude someone online. Many of them can be very, you know, performative, dramatic, or a small scale example is four friends in a group chat deciding to boot out the fifth, fifth member. Like talking about it. Hey guys, let's kick so and so out. No, don't kick me out. Yeah, let's kick him out. Oh yeah, let's kick him out. And then they they kick out the fifth dude from the group chat. Um, a larger scale is like an entire homeroom could decide to create a group with all but one classmate and name it everyone but Mr. Johnson's class, but Tyler. Um, something like that. My little brother actually experienced something similar to that when he was in high school. Um, the whole class uh, was was going in on this whole thing. Oh, it was ridiculous. They were pretend they're, they're they're writing papers and and one kid decided to write a paper on why my little brother shouldn't be in the classroom and then a whole bunch of kids jumped on it and it was really a big exclusion thing. Um then the teacher unfortunately did not jump on it fast enough, but we got it resolved. It's okay. Um but the point is the exclusion really hurts. It is public humiliation. It's public shaming. And it happens a lot on the online form, right? Tagging photos, events, posting um, to purposely leave someone out. Um, and as confrontations ramp up in group chat, a common threat is to block someone. And that's like the ultimate affront in a world where digital erasure equals social, social erasure. So, um, Now the next one, this is one you guys probably have not heard of, doxing. Doxing is when you release someone's private information on the internet to cause them harm. Unfortunately, we see this a lot with uh, with influencers, where they have they're having a beef with someone, and then they post that person's personal Instagram handle or their address or something, and they say this person's the worst, and then they 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 romanticize and they sensationalize their side of the story, making them the victim. And then they unleash their hate army of followers on this other person. And it's really sad because it's just unwarranted unkindness. And because influencers do it a lot, kids do a lot. Um, and kids, though, are a lot less careful. You know, kids will obtain an individual's information like their home address, their social security number, or other private data, and then publish it online as a way to invite harassment, fraud, criminal activity. And while kids usually don't take it to this level, the sharing of private photos, secrets, or embarrassing information can wreak havoc on a kid's life. It can really mess them up. And especially in a world where digital information can be shared in an instant with thousands of people. And so that's something to be aware of. Something to talk about with your students, that this isn't okay. That this is not a form. This this is a form of cyberbullying. Um, also, something to talk about with the kids. So there's a lot of with, with this with the doxing stuff. One thing that that bullying's uh, one form of bullying, I should say, that's going on right now. Um, deep fake photos. Well, they'll, they'll take photos of the pe- of the person um, that they're bullying, and then put put their face 
um, use AI to put their face on pornographic images. Now, what a lot of kids don't know is that is actually creation of child sexual abuse material. That's a federal crime that they can be charged for if they're making that stuff. And kids don't know that. They don't think about that. And so talk to them about this stuff. Um, so yeah, there's doxing. Um, the last one is kind of your classic, right? Trolling. Trolling is technically a form of harassment, but it's a very specific type of cyberbullying. A person trolls when they make like inflammatory, anonymous statements online for the sole purpose of derailing the conversation or provoking other participants in the discussion. Just saying stuff for the sake of being mean, to, to poke the bear on purpose. Um, a troll can make an individual feel bad by constantly leaving negative comments on social media posts to hurt their feelings. And many kids experiment with trolling behavior to see what reactions they can get, oftentimes by saying outrageous things that they don't even mean. And it's sad because kids are doing that because they're bored and because they think that that's how they can get acceptance and because they are just insecure. Um, but we need to be aware of that. And so we've covered we've covered those five ways now. Um, to go over it again, just a light recap. We have harassment, which is repeatedly in enacting abusive behavior against someone online. There's masquerading, pretending to be someone you're not in order to hurt someone else. There's exclusion, when someone is intentionally left out of a group message event or photo. And then trolling, provoking or baiting someone just to get a rise out of them. And so be aware of those forms of cyberbullying and know how to talk to kids about it and talk to kids about it. Talk to your kids about it, talk to your parents about it so that they can be aware as well. Just a reminder, guys, that... um, the 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 Yuska conference there we go is November 2nd and 3rd you can still sign up for that right now there's a link in the podcast description please go sign up for that we want to see as many counselors as we possibly can i'm going to be there i'm going to have a booth with the podcast if you guys want to come say hi please come say hi um it's going to be a blast so thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode i hope you all have a wonderful day and we'll see you on the next one Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Sounding Board. Email thesoundingboard at utschoolcounselor.org to send us your questions and ideas. If you like our podcast, please rate and review our show. It helps other school counselors to find us. Links and additional information for any references from today's episode are in our show notes. Check out our website at utschoolcounselor.org where you can listen to past podcast episodes, register for any of our professional development opportunities, and become a member of the Utah School Counselors Association. USCA members also receive a bi-monthly newsletter to stay up to date on current Utah School Counseling news, events, and issues. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Utah School Counselor and on Twitter at USCA Tweets. The mission of the Utah School Counselors Association is to support professional school counselors in their work for students through advocacy, professional development, recognition, and support. This podcast would not be possible without the support of our members. We'll have more ideas to share with you next week. Let's go.